This is a conspiracy channel. Tape 1. Welcome to the Hush Channel. Tammy moved herself and her three children into a small farmhouse along the Tule River near Porterville. Soon after moving in, Tammy started feeling like something was watching them and had an uneasy feeling every time that she walked by the old barn. For some reason, most of the animals on the farm seemed to avoid the rickety old building, and soon she noticed that the number of her ducks and chickens had started to dwindle, but could not figure out why. She was soon going to have an idea. One night, Tammy and her son were coming back from grocery shopping when, as she parked the car and got out, she noticed movement to her right. Thinking nothing of it, she picked up a grocery bag and noticed it again. This time accompanied by what she described as a very freaky, very evil sounding chuckle. <laughs> Looking in the direction of the noise, Tammy noticed about 50 yards from her a small humanoid looking figure. Or as she described it, a gnome. The figure was about 2 to 3 feet in height wore black baggy pants and a gold-colored shirt. The face was partially covered by a long salt and pepper beard, and on top of the head was a long red pointed hat. The nose was large and bulbous, and the eyes were rather deep-set. As the figure grinned at them, Tammy noticed that the grin was almost from ear to ear, and the teeth looked to be an ugly brown color and appeared to be either pointed or jagged. Horrified, Tammy dropped the groceries and grabbed her son and ran off towards the house with the cackling little man right on her heels. Tammy was able to get inside the house and was in the midst of telling her two daughters what she saw when she saw movement outside the kitchen window. Upon investigating, she saw the top of the figure's red pointed hat moving back and forth, back and forth, underneath the window. Finally, after what must have seemed like an eternity, the figure disappeared and Tammy was able to get the groceries from the car. This was the only time she actually saw the figure. But until she moved out, she would always hear creepy chuckling coming from the old barn, as if it was taunting her. You would think that this would be an isolated occurrence, but it seems that the gnome was not satisfied with just terrorizing Tammy and her family. In March of 2010, a family moved into the same exact house along the Tulane River. According to the wife, Charlie, it was perfect for what their family needed. Her husband took a particular liking to a pond on the property and decorated it with fairies, gnomes, and toadstool yard ornaments and stocked it with Japanese koi fish. Not surprisingly, Charlie and her family also had an eerie feeling about the old barn on the property and tried to stay away from it as much as possible. One night, at around 3 a.m., Charlie and her husband were woken by what can only be described as a raspy, gurgling singing. Charlie and her husband looked out their bedroom window, and what they saw defied what they would consider their reality. Standing by the pond and holding one of the garden gnomes was a creature that came straight out of a Grimm's fairy tale story, as Charlie described it. The creature was two to three feet tall wearing maroon pants and a baggy yellow shirt with a brown vest over it and a dark waistcoat. It had a very large gray beard and was wearing a reddish brown pointed hat. Charlie went on to say the most horrible part of the creature were its eyes and its teeth. 
When it grinned, its teeth appeared to be jagged and pointed, and the eyes were small and beady and had a dark, mean look to them. Apparently, the creature saw the couple looking at it and reached into the pond and grabbed a koi fish and dropped it straight into its mouth and swallowed it. Furious, Charlie's husband pushed open the window and yelled at the creature to leave the yard or he would call the police. The gnome grinned and laughed as he gave them the finger and disappeared. The police were called, being notified that an intruder was on the property. But when they got there an hour later, the only evidence that they found were small footprints about the size of a child's around the pond. This was not the only time the gnome would visit the pond, however. Night after night, it would be seen holding a yard ornament and eating a fish. The family eventually wised up and moved the ornaments and put the fish into a tank inside the house. Apparently, this did not go over so well with the gnome. Upon the usual time of its appearance of 3 a.m., when the gnome saw that the yard ornaments and fish had been removed, it went into a crazed frenzy and began yelling and screaming in some language that nobody could ever understand. But they did understand that it was pissed. It began to run around the house screaming in whatever language was native to it. The family felt safe until Charlie realized that the dog door in the kitchen was unlocked and feared that the creature would try to enter the house through that. She was able to lock it and then ran upstairs to close the rest of the windows. The last they heard of the creature was a very, very loud screeching, cackling sound that was heard underneath one of the living room windows. Charlie's husband went to investigate and saw the top of the creature's hat underneath the window, just as Tammy had before. The lore of little people span across the world under different names. Most of the times not being the cute little innocent garden gnomes that they are made out to be either. More like sinister and malevolent beings in most cultures. These little people are said to be of fae or fairy nature. Red cap gnomes are said to derive from English folklore as being a type of malevolent murderous fairy that would inhabit abandoned castles and structures along the English-Scottish borders who would murder any traveler who was foolish enough to stray into their homes. Red caps got their names from the practice of dyeing their hats with the blood of their victims, said to have the appearance of old men with red eyes and large, jagged, pointy teeth. End of tape one.